namely that antidepressants often do not do what they promise and are in fact causing harm to many. Uh, Dr. Steve Hotze is suing over Obamacare's employer mandate. It's time for a wellness revolution. wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotze Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotze. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us today at Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotze, who is the founder of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. If you have any questions for Dr. Hotsey, then please call in at 713-212-5950. That's 713-212-5950. And Dr. Hotsey, I heard something fairly outrageous this morning. I didn't get a chance to share it with you, but we had a new guest come in today. And she has a 16-year-old who was diagnosed with ADD. And the doctor they were seeing really tried to push this girl to get on some kind of a pharmaceutical drug. And right. he said, you know, if you don't get on this drug, if you just don't get on it, you know, your daughter, she's going to wind up being a prostitute or a drug addict. Isn't that just insane to tell a mother that about her daughter? If she doesn't get on a particular drug, she's just going to, I don't know, you know, she's got ADD. If she doesn't take this drug, she's just going to fall into prostitution or... Be a drug addict or both and come to find out that doctor had helped invent or maybe he was invested in that particular drug. So he had a literally had a vested interest in getting this little girl on this pharmaceutical drug. And he was trying to scare the mom. And fortunately, the mom had enough sense about her to reject that. That is just she shared that with me. And I thought that is just OK. That's just got to be the outrageous doctor comment of the week it's just unreal hey you know our phone number i speaking of outrageous doctor comments why don't we have our listeners call in and share with us some outrageous things that their physicians have told told them at some time or another about anything uh, similar to this they've tried to scare them into a surgical procedure they've tried to scare them into taking pharmaceutical drugs or comments that they have made to make them feel like they're hypochondriacs. Our phone number is 713-212-5950. I'd be interested in hearing your comments about, hey, guy, why does this keep, I'm here in the studio on my. <laughs> technical difficulties. I'm having technical difficulties. The microphone, my microphone keeps moving away from you. Moving. <laughs> I don't know what it's like it's alive. Help. It keeps moving away, and I keep leaning forward trying to, trying to catch it. I think we got it now, Coach. We have James help us here. I've got, I got he's my, an awesome producer. I've got my producer here. He, he's a mechanic, too. He, he can, does it all. <laughs> we ought to do this one day. We'll have to do a live stream on this show, folks, so you can see the studio we have here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. Let me go back to the. Our phone number is – I can't read it through all this. Read the number to me. What number? <laughs> hey, it's 713-212-5950. 713-212-5950. So if you have any questions – about health problems, we'll have open lines today, and we'll be glad to take your questions. I'm particularly interested in some outrageous comments that you have heard from your physicians when you've asked them about natural approaches, when you've asked, you know, when you or 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 what they may have told you you need to do and why you need to do it. Just like this doctor was shaming this mm-hmm. mother into putting her daughter 
who he diagnosed with ADD, um, Attention Deficit Disorder, and said she needs to get on these drugs, or if she doesn't, she'll become a may become a prostitute. I mean, now, how? Now what? That's really, Doc? I mean, that is so pathetic. Unless you use our drugs, your life's going to be ruined. That's well, right. Did we have a call in? I think we might have someone calling in, but real quick, I've got a personal one, which was before I found the wellness center and when I would get migraines all the time, and praise God that they've been cured naturally. However, I remember going into my doctor and explaining that the same day of the month, the same day of the month, I would get a migraine. Could it be my hormones? She's like, no. No, it's not your hormones. And even back then, I remember thinking, but it's got to be because it's the same day they, each month. month. So there must be something hormonal. And yet to be a connection. they tried to tell me that, no, it, it was not hormonally related. And so your doctor said it's not hormonally related and he prescribed uh, all kinds of migraine medications, Imitrex, which did not work for me. And then I was eventually placed on a tryptin drug. And? And that masked the symptoms but it made me feel kind of fuzzy and i noticed um, you looked kind of fuzzy thank you <laughs> whenever you were on i said i'd say she's kind of fuzzy today isn't she? <laughs> so uh you know and I, so how much do those drugs cost fifty dollars a pill fifty dollars a pill what and is- i normally had to take one to two a month so you know that adds up and then you think well i'm going to be on that the rest of my life i'm going to have to do that Mm-mm. i know well this this is uh this is the standard protocol for physicians. Mm-hmm. They want to mask your symptoms with pharmaceutical drugs. And the drug industry, of course, pumps billions of dollars into marketing to try to convince and indoctrinate the American public into the idea that you can take a drug and get rid of your symptoms. Let's go to this caller. Who's our caller? So we have, it looks like Linda is calling in. Linda, how are you? Linda, are you there? They may not have connected her yet. It looks like she's trying to call in, though. I think she'll be on the line in just a minute. Well, many times young kids with ADD or teenagers with so-called has, have been diagnosed with ADD, it is simply dietary. You can cure a host of problems by cleaning up your child and your own eating Eating plans. Let me explain. Sugar. When you are on a diet that's high in sugar, this is candies, cakes, pizza, pasta, because starches are simply sugar molecules hooked together, and that's a high sugar um, diet. When you when your diet consists of a lot of simple carbohydrates, those simple carbohydrates get converted to sugar. It raises your sugar level. Your body responds to that. It doesn't like high sugar levels. So your pancreas, which is an organ beneath your stomach, produces insulin. Insulin enables the cells to uptake sugar and use sugar then to create energy. And the sugar levels fall dramatically. And you get what we call hypoglycemia or low sugar. And then that can cause this fluctuation between high sugar levels and low sugar levels, which most people experience when they're on a simple carbohydrate diet. It causes you to be hungry all the time. What eventually happens is that your body becomes resistant to the insulin. You you develop high sugar, 
and then the sugar gets converted to fat and you gain weight, particularly around your middle and in your thighs. Ladies, you know about that. And you get heavy and you gain weight and then you get high blood pressure. Next thing you know, you're on a bunch of medication for your diabetes, for your high blood pressure. But with kids, this this r- sugar level going up and sugar level going down can cause kids, children, to be hyperactive. You've seen that when you have these little, what about yesterday? Grandkids so, with all the sugar. I'm sure there are plenty of hyperactive oh children yesterday. They were crazy. <laughs> Did we have somebody calling? Yeah, actually, we're about to go to a break. So, Linda, just hang on. We will get to you uh, when we come back. And we so- do have open lines at 713-212-5950. And if you have any stories about some outrageous things your doctor has told you about your health, and you thought, that's kind of screwball. Even me, not being a doctor, can figure out that that's a screwball statement. I'd like to hear about it. That's right. You are listening to Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution, your daily dose of radio reality. And if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired and want to do a 180 and take charge of your health, then give us a call today at 281-698-8698. We'll be more than happy to give you a complimentary consultation and a complimentary copy of Dr. Hotsey's best-selling book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness. That's 281-698-8698. Of course, we've got our lines open for people who want to call in at 713-212-5950. That's 713-212-5950. Linda, Linda, are you there? Yes, ma'am, I am. Well, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. What do you have for us? Well, I was going to tell you a story about going to my cardiologist. Uh, I usually had a prescription that was for nitroglycerin that I never used, but I always had it. And it had gotten sort of old, and so I went to the cardiologist one day, and he said, here's a coupon, and he said, this will take care of your copay, and it won't cost you anything, and it was nitroglycerin. I said, okay. So I thought, well, it's a new form of nitroglycerin. It's not the little tablets that you put under your tongue, but it's uh, like a nasal spray or something. So I go to the pharmacy. I do not have uh, uh, drug insurance, so I knew the coupon wouldn't do me any good. So when I went to pick it up, it was $423. Wow. And I said, now, wait a minute. I said, the last time I got nitroglycerin, it was $14. Can you (laughs) tell me how much that little bottle of pills is right now? She said, oh, $14. I said, are you serious? Just because we we go from a little pill underneath the tongue to a little spray that goes up your nose, we're going to go from $14 to $423. You have got to be kidding me. So it took me forever going back to the doctor's office to get my prescription rewritten so that I could have a little supply of the little pills. But to me, that was absolutely ridiculous. And I had... Um, insurance and I would have handed them that coupon, my insurance would have been on tap to $423. Now, is that not ridiculous? Well, I mean, this this points out the way the, the pharmaceutical companies are literally, I don't like to use the word, but it is, they're raping the public. That's exactly what they're doing. The public, right, they're raping the insurance companies too. And Well, that, well the insurance companies, I mean, they know this, and guess what? The insurance companies love this. You might go like, why would they love that? Because as, as their 
as their claims go up, guess what? They get to raise their premiums, and they make money. They make money off the premiums. So what they do is the premiums go up, then they, I mean, as as their costs go up, then they get to raise their premiums for insurance. The premiums go up, and they make about 10% profit off their income, which is the premium. So if premiums go up and they're making, let's just say they're making a billion dollars and they're getting 10% of that, that's that's $100 million in profit, okay? Now all of a sudden, because of these new drugs, they have to raise their premiums to cover the cost. Now they're at $2 billion. Now their profits are $200 million. They don't really care because they're all tied in, interlocking directorships with the pharmaceutical companies, and it's a way for the insurance companies to make more money, pharmaceutical companies to make more money, and the hospitals to make more money. The American public is the milking cow, mm-hmm. is the milk cow for the what I call the uh, uh, medical industrial complex, the hospitals, the pharmaceutical companies, the insurance companies, and for, for the medical establishment to generate more money. They're just sucking money out of the population. Look. I think about 20% of the gross national product is, is generated through health care. Now, that's one-fifth one fifth of the money generated in our society for the what they call the gross national product is in health care. But if you think about it, are you sick one-fifth of the time? Are one, one-fifth of the people sick? I, I'm not yeah, – I'm never sick. You know, I'm just not. Now I'm like, yeah, that's true. It, but that's really you know, true. You're not. Aren't, but are one fifth of the people? Are you sick? Are the people sick one fifth of the time they have to be on the drugs? Well, they end up getting you on these drugs that you have to take day in and day out. Mm-hmm. They want you to get on it. And that's the way. And stay on. They it. simply milk the public. And I, I mean, that's that's a great point. There's so many old line prescriptions like nitroglycerin. It's just fine. So now they're going to put it in a spray form. So and charge going, you $423. I mean, I mean give me a break. Uh, it's the same thing on testosterone. Mm-hmm. We can make te- You can get testosterone injections. Men can take that. And it may cost them, it maybe would cost them $80 or $100 a month if they took injections for testosterone. But, oh, if you go get a patch, uh, androgen patch or testosterone patch, from a pharmacy, it's going to cost you $550 a month. Now, why is it five times more expensive for a patch which doesn't do the job that injectable testosterone does or even oral testosterone in the right amounts does? It's a way for the, them to generate additional income. And people, if if you, Linda, had not, uh, if you had had insu- insurance that covered that, you wouldn't have cared. Just go ahead and pay it. I'll get it, whatever the doctor says. Let the insurance company pay for it. Well, the premiums go up, and guess who that hurts? That hurts every individual because businesses that you work for have to pay higher insurance premiums. They make less profits. They can't expand. It's like a tax for the. It's like a tax for a business. Your insurance plans go up and up, and then the prices they got to raise their prices concomitantly, so all the prices go up in the country. It just inflates the cost of everything. So I appreciate you bringing that to our attention. And by the way. If you've got, if now tell me this, why in the world were you having to take nitroglycerin? Well, like I just said, I did not ever take it. I just had it as a, you know, a backup. For what? And, a backup for what? 
for pain, uh, chest pain, like angina. Or, or Did they tell pain. you you had angina? Uh, basically, yes. And so I was under his care and, you know. Well, are you doing anything to, if you have angina or angina, if you have that, that indicates that you've got inflammation in your coronary arteries and they're narrowing and you're not getting appropriate blood flow to your heart muscle, which you need to have in order not to develop the chest pain and ultimately not to have a heart attack. So there's some, some ways, preventive measures that you can take to help clean up your arteries and get rid of the inflammation. We always recommend for our guests that they get on a good program of vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams per 25 pounds of body weight. I'd say minimally most people ought to be taking at least 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. That helps several things. It helps cut down on the inflammation in the arteries. It helps, it helps the blood so it doesn't coagulate. It, it makes the blood flow easier. It cuts down on fibrin, which is, a, which is a protein product that clogs up the arteries and causes the, catches all the cholesterol that floats around in a net that builds up plaque and ultimately near, which end up hardening with, and you get atherosclerosis and that causes you to have heart pain. So there's some things that you can take. And I, I know any, any, any patient of ours above the age of 40 and, and before that should be taking vitamin C. That's clearly been shown to decrease the risk of atherosclerosis and uh, heart disease and heart attacks. And that's minimally 2,000 milligrams a day. 6,000 milligrams a day would be better. And magnesium. You need magnesium. Most Americans are low in magnesium. That relaxes smooth muscles in the arteries, lowers blood pressure. It also helps regulate heart rhythm. And if a person has poor blood flow to their uh, from their arteries into the heart muscle, that can precipitate some irregular rhythms in the heart called arrhythmias. You get an irregular rhythm in your heart. And if you were to have a heart attack and have low magnesium, you can have you can have arrhythmia problems that can lead to your death, sudden cardiac death. So two things that are real simple that I'd recommend for anybody for sure over the age of 40, make sure you take vitamin C. And it has numerous other benefits, but it lowers cholesterol. It lowers blood pressure. It helps uh, heal the inflamed arteries. It helps your immune system. Uh, better fight off uh, infections of viruses and bacteria. It also bolsters your adrenal glands, so your body makes the proper amount of the adrenal hormones which your body needs for inflammation. So those are some things I would recommend rather than just saying take nitroglycerin. And probably if you're that far, I'm sure you're probably on blood pressure medication and cholesterol medication and a host of other things that they put you on. So there's some Ways that, in fact, I'm writing a book right now, Do a 180, Take Charge of Your Heart. And that should be out, golly. Ah, This year. Yeah, it's going to be out this year. Hopefully by the end of the summer we'll have it out. We've got it pretty much written, but we've been tied up, and I've got to to finish that book. Anyway, Linda, thank you for calling, and we have another caller. That's right. uh, So thank you, Linda. Thank you. Bye-bye. God bless you. So, uh, Rob and Huntsville, just hold on another moment. We will get back to you after the break. You are listening to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. If you'd like to do a 180 and take charge of your health, then call us at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. You are listening to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. 
Now back to the Wellness Revolution. Here's your host, Dr. Stephen Hotze. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotze. And if you would like to do a 180 and take charge of your health naturally, then call in at 281-698-8698. And also, we have open lines today, so feel free to call in at 713-212-5950. That's 713-212-5950. 5950. Rob in Huntsville. Hello. What's going on, Rob? Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Glad to do it, young man. How are you doing? And what's going on with you? Um, I have a few questions about testosterone replacement. Sure. Uh, I went to a testosterone clinic and got tested and had a level of 150, which is pretty low. Right. Uh, Can't really afford to do that clinic so i was going through the process of with a my doctor to get a prescription for it i heard that's a better way to go but my my main question is uh, i have a, a blood mutation called prothrombin factor two okay uh, rob you cut out there for a second you mind repeating that I- have you heard of prothrombin factor two that makes blood clots easier? Right, I know of that. Yes. Now, it, testosterone replacement. We're cutting out. Let me, let me, Rob, you're, you're cutting out on there. So let's let me go ahead and see if I can know where he's going with that. I think what you're going to ask is, will is a testosterone going to increase the likelihood that you would develop blood clots? I believe that's probably what he's going to be asking about that. And uh, prothrom- prothrombin is a protein in the blood that gets converted to thrombin. And then thrombin converts fibrin to fibrinogen, which causes clotting and uh, in the... Uh, in the arteries in the body it can cause you to develop blood clots. And there are some simple things that you can do naturally to help keep your blood flowing without coagulating. Coagulating means forming clots. And there's some simple things you can do. One is take vitamin C. Vitamin C cuts down on fibrinogen and it enables in fibrin and it enables the blood to flow flow very easily. So does vitamin A. So does vitamin E. So does fish oil. All these things um, are very important to good, healthy blood flow. These are natural nutrients that the body needs so that it would function properly. And testosterone should not increase your risk of developing any blood clots. I don't know of any studies that I have read, and I've read about testosterone, and I've never seen that as a as a as a factor or a pro-coagulating factor in the body. Now, on the other hand, estrogen hormones can increase the risk of blood clots. That's why in women we always balance estrogen hormones with progesterone, which counters that effect. So, and progesterone is very similar in structure to testosterone. So testosterone shouldn't cause that. Now, Let's talk about testosterone. Um, he mentioned, what was this, Paul? Oh, um, it's Rob. Rob. Rob mentioned that he had gone to a 
testosterone clinic, a low T clinic, I presume, and they had drawn his blood, and his blood level was 150. Now, this would be a total testosterone level, and many physicians <clears throat> draw what we call a total testosterone. That measures the amount of testosterone in the blood, most of which is bound to proteins and is unavailable to be assimilated into the cells. A more accurate test of your te- uh, test for testosterone levels is the free testosterone. And a measurement of free testosterone is more indicative of what's available for your cells to use and assimilate because testosterone doesn't act in the blood. It acts within your cells. You've got trillions of cells, 40 trillion plus cells in your body, and the testosterone has to be assimilated into the cells. So testosterone is very important because as men age, their testosterone levels inevitably decline, and that can have an adverse effect on the way men function. It affects men's initiative, their assertiveness, their sense of their self-confidence, their moods. It affects their goal orientation, their drive, their directiveness, their decisiveness, and their analytical ability. All these are brain functions. Remember, the hormones, the sex hormones and thyroid hormones, affect brain function and affect the way that our neurotransmitters are produced. And neurotransmitters are the chemicals in the brain that help our brains function well and help us think well. So as testosterone levels go down, the brain doesn't function as well in men. So testosterone and the sex hormones, both the males and females, has a profound effect on the way we think and the way we feel. Testosterone also affects muscle tone and muscle mass, skeletal muscle. So that's why these young boys are skinny and scrawny. You know, they're 13 or 12 or 13, and all of a sudden testosterone kicks in at puberty and develop muscles. They get chest muscles and muscles on their arms, and their voice goes down, and they end up getting a beard. That's the effect of testosterone on the skeletal muscles. Testosterone also has a profound effect on cardiovascular function, on heart function, because the heart is a muscle. It's a smooth muscle, but it has receptors for testosterone. So the heart doesn't function as well. We know this statistically as men age and men with lower testosterone levels have an increased risk factor to developing coronary artery disease and heart attacks over people in the same age group that have higher testosterone levels. Testosterone also affects blood pressure. It helps relax smooth muscles. It keeps the blood pressure down. And, of course, most people think about testosterone and its effect on romantic moods and inclination, which it does affect libido, and it affects male potency. So the, the answer to most of these problems by conventional doctors is simply to prescribe drugs to try to overcome these problems caused by low testosterone. The testosterone can have a profound effect in males as they age. And remember, the petrochemicals that we have and that we're exposed to in our environment, what we eat, breathe, drink, what we slather on our bodies, testosterone is adverse production and utilization is adversely affected because these petrochemicals are hormone disruptors and they disrupt our hormones. When we come back, I'm going to talk more about heart disease and some specific tests your physician ought to be drawing 
to see if you have a potential of, of developing coronary artery disease when we come back. That's right. We also have had a caller on the line, Tracy. And hold on a few more minutes, Tracy. We'll get back to you when we get back from the break. And if you would like more information on doing a 180 and taking charge of your health, then call 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. You're listening to Dr. Oti's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Why walk amongst the living sick? <laughs> when you can join a wellness revolution. Here's Dr. Hotze. This is Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution, where we are on a mission to help you achieve health and wellness naturally. If you would want more information about doing a 180 and taking charge of your health, then give one of our wellness consultants a call at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. We have Tracy from Cyprus on the line. Tracy, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing well, Tracy. How can we help you today, young lady? So I had a question about natural treatments to try and ward off psoriasis symptoms. I'm 54 years old, was just recently diagnosed in the last year as having um, psoriasis. Okay. And um, my dermatologist wants to treat me with the injectables and all of that business, none of which really seem to have done anything particularly helpful. Um, Pretty horrendous side effects. Not with me, but potentially. Right. Um, and interestingly enough, it ties into your subject that you were discussing earlier. The first one they put me on was Stellara, which they quoted me if my insurance didn't cover me would be $19,000 per shot, and I would need a shot each month. Wow. Um, and then when they submitted it to my insurance, they insure, submitted it to my insurance for $92,000 for that same single shot. Wow. That is... That is, I mean, you talk about outrageous. That is outrageous. That is, you just want to yeah. go, you want to go, makes you want to go slap somebody, doesn't it? They must think you're Warren Buffett or something. Well, so I went ahead and I told my insurance company that I believe that was fraud and that I needed them to inspect it. It wiped out our health savings account for the whole year, even though they told me we wouldn't have any financial responsibility for it. Um. It was I, a mess. Yeah. So I just basically told my doctor, I'm not taking it anymore. It didn't do that much good. I mean, for $92,000, I want it to come clean my house, too. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you could buy, hey, you could buy, you could buy a pretty fancy car for $92,000. Could you not? That's just ridiculous. I mean, so anyway, we've gone through the gamut. Now they want to try some of the brand new to market, and I don't do well, brand just, new to look, market the, anything. The so. first, okay, the first thing you need to do with psoriasis the first thing you need to do is go on a yeast-free eating program. Now, tell okay. me about your psoriasis. How long have you had symptoms of psoriasis? So I'm actually going to guess I've had symptoms my whole life, but I, I was attributing it to dandruff or potentially what I called ponytail hair. I always had symptoms on my head through the summer when it got hot, and I just... You know, nothing seemed to treat it. Doctors seemed to poo-poo it. So I just put it down to, well, just cut your hair short, keep the airflow good, and move on. And it never really resolved itself. And then about two years ago, it spread to my hands and my feet, which I had been attributing to being on my feet all the time. I'm in retail. So um, I just assumed it was calluses, and it was calluses that split. And finally, I it was too painful to walk. It was like walking on glass. So I went to see a dermatologist, and they're like, oh, no, it's pretty much classic psoriasis. So just basically dry, hard, scaly palms, 
uh, of my hands and, and, and the bases of my feet and my fingertips, and then they crack and grow excess skin to the point that they split and bleed. Okay. What other, if I could ask you, what year were you born? 1962. Okay, born in 62. You've, you've gone through the change, right? Yeah. Are you taking any other medication at all? Nope, other than vitamin, uh, I do actually take vitamin C, but I don't take anything else. How much vitamin C do you take? Uh, I'm up to 3,000 milligrams a day, and I'm heading towards nine, so well, just good. working there slowly. Good, good. So there's no reason you can't, you know, I'm, you take three in the morning, three in the evening, you'd be up to 6,000. I've, I've taken 10,000 for 25 years, and I've bumped mine up to 15 here recently right. just to... Uh, well, I'm doing it to bowel tolerance, so I, I'm That's tolerating right. sure. two at the moment and then gradually increasing it a thousand at a time till I get there. You there you go. Okay, so let's go back. During your lifetime, tell me about any health issues you had. Do you, have you ever taken antibiotics? Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's taking antibiotics. Well, tell me about that. For what were you taking antibiotics? Um, and how frequently I mean, would you take an antibiotic? Well, I wasn't taking them that frequently, but, I mean, if I've had a sinus infection or um, occasional cat bites when I worked in the shelter, they would put on antibiotics if you've got a cat bite. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I took them that regularly. But I mean, I've would you take them once a year, twice a year? Yeah, once maybe every... once a year. Maybe. Okay, so... Some years, none. Okay. So, I mean, not, not a high use. And, and you would, you've had a history of sinus infections? No, not really a history of it. I'm just, that's all I can think of. I mean, there's been times where you've had like an upper respiratory thing that's just turned into sinusitis or, you know, a lung thing or whatever when you, when your kids are little and then it's the crud spreads. So, I mean, I'm, I, I can't even remember the last time I took long-term antibiotics, probably five years. Okay. The fact that you've taken antibiotics during your life on several occasions, uh, can contribute to the skin disorders you're having. And let me explain that. When you take an antibiotic, it's to kill an infection, whether right. it's a bronchial infection or a sinus infection, whether you got a skin infection. And the antibiotics kill abnormal or unhealthy bacteria. But right. our body also has normal healthy bacteria in it, particularly in the colon. Right. Uh, and lining a woman's vagina, you've got good healthy bacteria that keep and we call this autochthonous. These are normal bacteria, healthy bacteria that keep the bad bacteria out. But when right. you take an antibiotic, an antibiotic will kill not only the bad, but it kills the good. Right. And in our system, we have yeast. Yeast is kind of like it's in the mold or fungus family. And we get overgrowth of yeast. And you may or may not have had female yeast problems. But no. if, you, if you take antibiotics, you're going to have an imbalance of yeast in your colon. And, right. and yeast. I've always taken good probiotics. If I ever have had to take antibiotics, I've taken a really. I think I take probiotics regularly anyway, but I always. Well, that's the very probiotics. that's very important. But you're still going to have yeast, and you got to kill off the yeast. So, right. so the first thing that I do with anybody that has psoriasis, we put them on a yeast-free eating program, and we give medication to kill yeast in the colon, and then yeast systemically because yeast can produce toxins that circulate in the blood 
and they can manifest themselves in a host of problems. One of the problems they have is they can manifest in the form of, of skin disorders, skin lesions, right. psoriasis. Some people would die, you know, they will give you the label. It's psoriasis. The question is what's causing it, doctor, what's causing right. me to develop this problem. And, and so the problem can be caused by yeast and you can become allergic to yeast. You may have some underlying allergic disorders. So it could be that the, you're, you're allergic to yeast. So anytime you have a product, whether it's wine or bread or anything that has yeast in it, your body is reacting to the yeast in an allergic manner and it's manifesting itself with a skin disorder. So a yeast-free okay. eating program with treatment of yeast can be very important. And the yeast-free eating program is really simple. You don't eat any sugars, and that includes fruits. No sugars because yeast grows on sugar. And you want to eliminate, so that's pizza, pasta, bread, anything that's packaged, any bread products, any wheat products, any grain products, any simple carbohydrates, you eliminate those, you eliminate sugar completely. It can be that you could have an additional food allergy that is causing you to develop this. This could be a wheat allergy. It could be a milk allergy. So you want to eliminate wheat, corn, egg, milk, yeast, and soybean. Wheat, corn, egg, milk, yeast, and soybean, and go on a completely yeast-free eating program where you eat Plenty of good fats and good oils. That means get, get good fish oils, olive oil. You can eat avocados, eat eggs, and make sure that uh, you get plenty of green vegetables and then minimize your meats, but eat meats, but eliminate your sugars and simple carbohydrates. This could, this is the first step you need to take. And Tracy can also go to Hoetze Vitamins, and yeah. they can counsel her on that right. as well. I would, I would encourage you to do that. You're listening to Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution. Have a blessed day, everyone. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.